Welcome to Ride to Life of Michigan's Life Beat. I am your host today, Chris Gast, and joining me, as almost always, are Anna Plymert and Grace Hemmeke. Ladies, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Hello. Yeah, it's not Friday, so <laughs> spring break, and some of us have better places to be. Not true. It could be true. Not true. Uh, there's a lot happening and a lot talking about and a lot of work that needs to be done in Michigan and around the country. And that's what we're around going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about how a burrito uh, saved the day for a pregnancy center. <clears throat> uh, but first, let's talk about fun, fun, fun times on college campuses in Michigan. So um, today, excuse me, this week, there were two, not one, you know, one is a coincidence, two, you should start to suspect a pattern, two stories of college professors who got in trouble in Michigan for um, terrorism. Let's just be frank. So let's start at Wayne State University over there on the east side of the state. Um, there was a professor there who Sunday thought it was a great idea to, uh, was it Facebook that he wrote this on? Seems or like blog? It. Probably I think Facebook. It was a blog. Foolishness happens on Facebook more than <laughs> anywhere else. Um, wrote a blog on Facebook saying essentially that uh, people would be justified in murdering he, he called it right-wing speakers on campus, you know, uh, and they should be acquitted by juries if it happens. But 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 he's not incur he's not advocating for breaking any laws. But if you do murder a right-wing speaker on campus, that's fine. You know, I was <laughs> feeling um, a little hopeless this morning about our world and society. But just hearing you say that they actually got in trouble for it makes me feel better. That they are still getting in trouble for it. But... And their people are still stopping them. Well, so... Um, it could be worse. When the Wayne State professor was suspended for calling for terrorism, not fired, suspended, uh, the Wayne State president sent an email out to students saying that he was suspended with pay. So you, Anna, and you, Grace, and me are still as taxpayers paying for him at a public university to, uh, you know, I don't know, post more terrorist things on, on social media. Um, so I mean, you could call that. I mean, I guess you could be happy that they didn't just ignore it, but at the same time, like, now, now let's be fair. Perhaps there's some, you know, rules about tenure or something at Wayne State, and suspension with pay is all that the president can do. But let's say uh, a Ben Shapiro fan, who is a professor at uh, Wayne State, said we should assassinate left-wing speakers. You know, would that person be suspended with pay? Probably not. Would you actually hear about that on, you know, the news? Like, did, did we hear about this on, you know, reading the Detroit News or Free Press or 
M Live or WDIV. I don't, you know, I haven't seen that. And if they did, they haven't really focused on it. Um, you know, his post was interesting because he was talking about, he wasn't just saying, you know, kill right-wing speakers, which I'm assuming includes pro-lifers. I highly doubt he's, you know, there are some progressives out there who are, you could say, left-wing on every issue, but on abortion, they're pro-life. But I highly doubt he's one of those types of characters. Um, he talked about how shouting down, this is interesting, he, he told people not to shout down speakers, how it's not helpful and you're just encouraging them um, and you're giving them good attention and it looks bad for us in the press, but shooting them is more honorable. <laughs> Does this guy have two brain cells to rub together? He's, a, he's a doctor. He completed a doctorate thesis, and he's like, curious don't he shout thinking. him down because it gets bad media attention, but I'm going to you know, say that you can murder him and get acquitted for it, and I'm not worried at all how that's going to... He said the word murder? Uh, he, I mean, he talked about shooting them. Oh. He mentioned the case of a, um, of a person that was acquitted for shooting a anti-Semitic guy. Um, acquitted by a jury and he was that's how he finished the post holding that up as a uh, excellent example. example of what he hopes his students do I guess go oh commit terrorism it's okay that's what we do at Wayne State so I mean if you're listening and you have a kid that went to Wayne State um, or is going to Wayne State you know or if you're a taxpayer and you're paying money to Wayne State or if you're a Michigan voter who we remember, we vote for the Wayne State Board of Governors. So we're ultimately, as the citizens, responsible for what happens on this public university. Um, there is a big problem there. How did this professor get to that position? Did he just, you know, quietly just go about his business? And he was like a film professor. I mean, you just talk about movies all day and then suddenly, hey, assassinate people. I don't know. I, Is it just him? No, I feel at Wayne State. I feel like being recently out of college, I wouldn't be surprised if he's been saying things like this in his class for a long time, and students just were like, "Eh, whatever." He's a crazy professor, or I don't know, just disregarded it. But because it's on Facebook, that's how he got caught. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's been mm -hmm. saying things like this. If you see something, say something, you know. Yeah, but college <laughs> kids. Uh, and especially pro-life college students. They yeah. don't think they have a lot of power on campus. They don't. They don't. They don't. Because. <laughs> because because they're pro-life. Because <laughs> they're pro-life. Um, well, uh, so that's Wayne State. Let's go check in over there in East Lansing on the banks of the Red Cedar and see how, how's it going at MSU. Well, um, we learned, we learned apparently this happened a while ago and she was suspended, but again, didn't make the news anywhere that a Michigan State University professor was coercing her students, assumingly I was part of her class, to subscribe to her rebellion website that she described as a safe place to organize, to burn, you know, every effing thing to the ground. 
Um, so basically, it was a website to organize acts of terrorism. She was forcing students to purchase subscriptions. I believe it was $99 mm-hmm. and uh, recurring subscriptions. And she said that she was going to donate 100% of the proceeds of her terrorism website to Planned Parenthood. But she also was raising funds. Well, now she's currently raising funds for an RV that's going to travel around. And... A terrorism RV? Yeah, basically. I think her website's like Stop the Patriarchy or something. Yes, Stop the Patriarchy. All those men running, angry men running the state of Michigan. And she says she donates to organizations that help stop the patriarchy. So... You like can Planned assume Parenthood. where Planned Parenthood works its way in there. Yeah, stopping the patriarchy <laughs> by killing 30 million female babies and counting since 1973. Mm-hmm. Well, to you know, in, in Planned Parenthood's defense, they've only killed you know several million. You know, not not all 30 of those million. So yeah, their body count is just a few million, but you know, lower. No than big that. deal. No big deal. Um, well, again, we saw a university sort of take action. She has apparently been suspended and may may be fired because uh, apparently she's not on the website according to, you know, the group that's doing the reporting on this is uh, Young Americans Foundation, or is it Young Americans for Freedom? I forget, YAF. They promote, they promote college, you know, conservative speakers on college campuses, presumably ones who would be assassinated by Wayne State professors or students, if he uh, was successful in being less creepy, more convincing. Um, They're the ones reporting it, so they say that she may be fired. Uh, The main bit of news was that MSU is going to reimburse the students for their subscriptions. So I mean, it's good, it's not the students' fault, I guess, that they were coerced into donating to the website, although if you're a student and a teacher tries to do something like that, you know, Report it's a, it. It's amazing that it worked. Like they must it, have reported it though. But it worked for a long period of time. Because apparently she collected $120,000 in fees off of this website. So how many semesters well, was she getting away with this? And students were just blindly, you know, going along with it until finally one of them or several of them must have spoken up. It said she would have collected 120000 if they had continued on with their subscription, which was like a two-year subscription or something, and that the school was going to reimburse the students for one year of their pres- subscription, and that they weren't going to if you forgot to cancel it. So the financial, the fiduciary aspect of this is you, the taxpayer, who are paying Michigan <laughs> State University have had now had your money laundered to support a terrorist website that's yeah. donating money to Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is I wonder if they're going to ask her great. to pay for it though. Well, you know, maybe if they're going to say you need to reimburse But there's all of no your announcement students. of that. Don't you think that Well, they said they didn't know what right. they were going to do. But no, here's the thing. So Michigan State University you're sending kids, your students Parents who are paying for their education, what's did their money go to terrorism? Like that's a big deal. Like if I was a university, I would care about my credibility. Like if you're listening and you're sending your student to MSU, you might be paying for a terrorist website. 
is MSU monitoring this? You know, if if the if a professor's promoting violence on a website, like, is there any mechanism for them to, other than you know, take taxpayer money and pay your kid back? Is there any mechanism to get that teacher's the money from the teacher back? Oh, and they told students, oh, and you have to sub desubscribe yourself from her website. I mean, I guess legally they can't to. force them to, but yeah. Basically. Yeah, like, good luck, students. You know. Did she get caught because the student, a, a student told on her? I don't know. You know what? This would be a great opportunity for the Michigan media to, you know, like do something other than, you know, following ridiculous <laughs> political people on Twitter and reporting their ramblings as news. You know, terrorism on a college campus seems like a big deal maybe lately with what's been in the news this week. I don't know. That's true. I don't know. Um, yeah, but she, if, if they don't, find, there's no way to get the money back, then she's walking away basically with taxpayer money mm -hmm. for to promote violence and to give it to Planned Parenthood. Planned right. Parenthood always seems to find ways to win with money. <laughs> they do. They, they know all the corners to cut, it seems. Well, it's when you have a bunch of crazy people running around doing this, then I guess you benefit from it. Um, maybe Planned Parenthood would like to, you know, maybe return those donations. Maybe a functioning media would ask you know, track down, you know, where this Michigan taxpayer money went, essentially, mm -hmm. students' money, and ask Planned Parenthood if they're going to return donations to these students or the university or right. the Michigan taxpayers who are ultimately in a series of steps paying for this. Um, that would be nice, mm -hmm. you know, but that's not what the media does. But if you have a kid that looks like he's smirking at an adult down in D.C. at the March for Life, media's on that case. They will ruin They're that kid's life it. forever and make no apologies when it's proven that he was the victim. Um, yeah. I feel like that's the one case that gets you, you could get into a rant over that. And you always, well, have. You always have. Well, it's still like, I mean, think about it. I mean, th these, you know, pro I try. I promise before the beginning, I'm going to try not to rant. I'm not ranting. I'm just, no. we're calmly discussing the utter breakdown of American Western civilization uh, before our very eyes, all documented on Twitter, Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and other fun social media outlets on an hourly basis. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it's just, they get away with it. They get away with it. They're never held accountable. And then people still read what they have to write as if it, it, as if it matters. Like, um, I forget the term for this, like, principle or theorem or whatever. It's the idea that when you read a newspaper article and a subject that you know and you see all the details that are wrong and how they botched this or characterizing this wrong, and you're like, I can't believe they wrote it like that. This is crap. How could they get away with this? And then you read another news article on a different subject and you act like that reporting is accurate. You know, like you're, you're like, you see what happens when they do such a poor job, you know, with a journal of what happened on something that you know, but then on something you don't know, you just take their word for it. Right. And, and we all do that. 
and it's it's just sad, you know. And the fact that they didn't apologize is indicative of two things. One, I'm talking about the media and the Covington kid, and you know why the media won't cover these cases and what we're about to talk about. Um, a, they're afraid to do it. You know, they, they don't want to cover it because it makes their side look bad. And let's be honest, they're playing for a side, um, you know, or B, they support it. Maybe they think that Covington kid got what he deserved for being pro-life. I, I, I don't see them as feeling really bad. No. And I can tell you honestly, like after that happened, I contacted every news agency and every major news agency in Michigan that covered it and asked them for a retraction or an apology and not a single one did it. And in fact, even one came back and argued, you know, one of them said, oh, it's not our fault. It's just what, you know, the, the news, the wire service we cover. And, you know, and another one, you know, almost defended it. There's absolutely no, it, there's no even semblance of moral thought that you can detect that they feel bad about people they disagree with being victims of, right. a, of a media campaign or terrorism. You know, we mentioned just briefly this week, you know, six people were murdered in Tennessee and the national news media's coverage seemed to be more contemptful of the people of Tennessee for the public policies that they support than the actual person, you know, the lady that did the murdering. It does, it does um, make me feel better that <laughs> the people on Twitter that were um, blaming the Tennessee people for what happened, most of them got kicked off Twitter real quick. Well, there's a different sheriff in town with Elon right. Musk, but still, you know, and here's the thing, people of Michigan, Elon Musk is not going to save the world. <laughs> he's not the Messiah. No. Uh, he's not gonna fix the state. He's not gonna fix the country. It remains to be seen if he can even fix Twitter, which he now personally owns, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, he maybe certainly he has should, helped it. Maybe but... he should just flick that switch off and save us all. No, because a new one would start tomorrow. Tactic. <laughs> Honestly, everyone <From> Russia. <laughs> is upset at TikTok, but I see more crazy things on Twitter that are horrible than I do on TikTok. Well, you need to spend more time on TikTok then. No, you don't. <laughs> All of TikTok is cooking videos and morning routines and how to make good spaghetti. Well, maybe your algorithm, but... I mean, most people I know, that, in, is, in your, in, that is what they in watch. In your non-terrorist bubble. You need to get out there and hang out at Wayne State more and hang out with people who think that if Anna Plymer is giving a speech at Wayne State, she should be <laughs> shot down by a crazed student who would get acquitted by a jury... Um, because, you know, you're committing stochastic terrorism, of course. Um, you know, the, what a great term they invented to uh, make people feel bad for having political opinions. Yeah. That, that doesn't apply to actual encouragement of terrorist acts, you know. So when the Governor Whitmer runs around saying, fight like hell, fight like hell, fight like hell all day, um, and then surprise, surprise, people in Michigan 
are fighting their citizens, shooting them in the chest in Ionia County, you know, there's nothing's really done about it. That's not stochastic terrorism, Anna. But you, having a pro-life opinion, believing babies are human beings, terrorist. Thank and you. Grace, who hasn't said much, terrorist. You have a terrorist look. <laughs> you have a look on your face like you're, you know, if you're in the UK, maybe you're silently thinking a pro-life thought. You know, that's stochastic terrorism in the UK. Hmm. Um, <laughs> well, let's move on to an actual terrorist who was caught thanks to a burrito. Um, so we've talked about the Buffalo Pregnancy Center that was firebombed, firebombed a couple times on this podcast, mm-hmm. not just vandalized uh, with some red spray paint, um, firebombed. They actually caught the guy thanks to the local police. Um, they were able to, despite the darkness that Attorney General Merrick Garland believes is the you know, you know, reason we well, can't catch the pro-abortion terrorists. I'm wondering, did they find the burrito in daylight? And it, <laughs> that was why they found it? Okay, yeah, so they could place the the guy who committed it, who I believe is a, isn't he a professor? He's like a chem student or something. He's in his under, he just graduated. Oh, is he a student? Or is yeah. He, okay. But basically, you know, academia. Yeah. Again, so. A chemist. So again, you know, apparently, you know yeah. apparently our universities are breeding grounds of terrorism. So uh, they caught the terrorist because they could place his car and him in the vicinity. They couldn't, they didn't have like an ironclad link until they found the a half-eaten burrito. <laughs> so, so thanks to Qdoba or Chipotle, they were able to do a, you know, test his spit and put him in there and they were able to catch him. Thankfully, just before he was about to flee, I believe, to a non-extradition country. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they caught him at the airport. Yep. And so it looks like he's facing up to 20 years in prison. Um, don't quote me on that. You know what I find a little too ironic is that... He couldn't finish the burrito, but he could finish <laughs> no. firebombing the place that helps pregnant women. No. The I find was it too tough very strange that... The news article made a, or the local police made a point to, um, you know, um, say that the FBI helped them solve this case and thanks them profusely in their statement said we, we couldn't have done it without them. They worked tirelessly these last couple months. I find it a little strange that they did all of that and said all of that, and this all got solved right after the Senate um, Judiciary Committee hearing where basically... Attorney General Merrick Garland said we're not catching pro-abortion yeah. terrorists because it's too dark. Yeah. How ironic they that they're like, okay, they're catching on to us. We need to, we need to catch at least one, so they leave us alone. So the FBI was involved. Well, yeah. I mean, they said, like, thank you so much to the FBI for working so hard with us, and you guys did. We couldn't have done it without you, basically. So did an so, FBI guy find the the wastebasket with the burrito? I mean, did he go he dumpster did, it was diving? Probably in, the, in the daylight. Or was it the was it the Buffalo police that it sounded like the Buffalo police were the ones that did it? That's what I'm saying, though. They probably did do it, and they were like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just 
maybe I just think too many conspiracy theories all the time from this job, but <laughs> I just find it very, very strange that right after people were questioning our attorney general and, you know, assuming that they're not really interested in catching terrorists, that all of a sudden, oh, we caught one. I don't know. It's more likely the FBI and Buffalo police were working together. And then <clears throat> when they found this guy, higher-ups in the FBI asked or got a statement from the Buffalo police that thanked them profusely. I mean, right? what, these two, three agents on the ground, do you think they're totally pro-abortion corrupted? No. Okay. No. no, but I just think it's a little ironic. So you said something, perhaps we'll finish on this because it's interesting. You said after working here, poor Anna, you know, before she came here, <laughs> you know, optimistic, budding, young student, bright eyed, the world's my oyster. Now she's worked here for how long have you been here? Two years? Uh, a year and a half. A year and a half is... Ish. Knee deep into conspiracy theories <laughs> involving the FBI and frozen burritos from the freezer aisle of Meyer. Um, what uh, what what about the job has made you more likely to believe in conspiracy theories? Is it a the ridiculous foibles of government officials you see daily? Is it B the double standard you see pro-lifers constantly subjected to? It's all of it. Is it C the terrible <laughs> media of coverage of all of the above? It's um, all of it. If you don't work in this, you don't see it every day. You don't realize you're not getting exposed to all these news stories or all these tips that people are giving out. So you don't know what's going on. But then when you start working in it and you and it's your job to know about these things and you realize that there's no action being taken that everything is corrupt, and that is what makes you think like, oh, there must be something going on. It's you know what? You know what news story doesn't get reported? Yeah. Abortions are consistently down for the past couple of years. Our messaging's winning throughout America. Maybe not in Michigan. Yes. Maybe not in Michigan. Well, we've come full circle. <laughs> I talked about the people who read one newspaper article on something they know about, and they. I can't believe they printed that and then see everything else. So what's the term for that? Red-pilled, right? Anna's been red-pilled by reality. It happens to a lot of people. Um, yeah, but yeah. example, apparently. So, I mean, to kind of leave on a hopeful note, um, Anna's hopeful because there are consequences going on. Yes. I will say that there are still people who... You know, and again, you know, the pro-abortion—excuse me, the pro-life movement—is not a, a big monolith. You know, most people in the pro-life movement are probably Republicans, are probably re uh, conservatives, are probably Christians. There are people that are not, but there are people on the other side of the debate who may even disagree with us on the issue of abortion. Who I've increasingly seen just disgusted by the utter insanity and the, the double standards and the corruption of authority and law. Um, you know, j just for example, you know, Attorney General Merrick Garland was telling the police don't arrest the protesters at the Supreme Court justices' homes, even though that's a violation of federal law. And that joker was gonna be the guy who was supposed to be on the Supreme Court, according to Senator Chuck Schumer, 
who Barack Obama nominated. Mm-hmm. Thank God that uh, that did not go through, that that guy is sitting on the highest court in the land these days. Um, so there are people who recognize that it's wrong, but and, you know it's got to hit a critical mass. Otherwise, it's going to keep going on, and you know no one's going to fix it. Elon Musk isn't going to fix it for you. You know, there's no elected official in Michigan that seems to have the power and influence to just get people to ignore what they read on MLive, you know, and, and bridge every day about these cases. So, um, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. We can do it, but we've got to invest in it. And if you don't invest in it, we're going to end up with more people like Governor Whitmer running around telling people to fight like hell and then never denouncing it when the people she told to fight like hell are creating Actually do. hell in the state. Yeah. So, all right. That's all the time we have for today. Join us again next week. Have a wonderful weekend. And if you're on spring break, have a wonderful and safe spring break.